Hello and welcome to the My Virgin Kitchen podcast. Episode 14, Nutella Cafe. If you like your podcasts with a sumptuous serving of juicy, tender, ear-tickling fun, you've come to the right place. A gastrolicious menu infused with yummy guests, a sprinkle of food news, creamed together with banter, and a delightful side of captivating clumsiness. Mmm. It's the podcast you never knew you needed, like an exquisite chocolate-drizzled croque-en-bouche for your audio taste buds. It's the My Virgin Kitchen podcast. Nutella Cafe, eh? Hello, Yay. Phoebe. Hello. Uh, I am joined today by my eldest daughter, Phoebeetta. Hello. How are you? Good, thank you. You sound very, very auto Yo, tastic! Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked you on the podcast with uh, when we did it with Chloe and Mum, and I thought this this girl's got potential. She's going to be a future podcast host on her own one day. So this is your chance, okay? Yeah. Uh, your chance to shine. How are you feeling? Nervous. Are you? <laughs> Why are you nervous? I know. You're in our front room. <laughs> we are actually in the front room at the moment. Um, actually, the last time I did a podcast here, I'm looking out at our kitchen now and a lot of renovation works have happened if you've seen it on some of the latest videos um our house has gone really big now yeah isn't it yeah so we're sat here quite comfortably and the mm. the, the fridge looks like it's like 400 miles away <laughs> yeah. so we can't have any sneaky snacks can we no uh so we're recording this and it's about uh half seven a little bit late now i think you're having a late night aren't you <gasps> yeah. But you're off school. It's about eight o'clock. It's actually twenty to nine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You should be in bed. I should be in bed. Um Chloe is in bed. The pugs are uh they've been walked, I've just walked them and they are in the corner, so they could snore at any minute. Oh. Are you alright? Yeah. You had a little tapping of the microphone there, <laughs> yeah. just to let you know you're still there. Is your way of telling me you're awake? <laughs> um the dogs though, if they do snore, that I can't stop that, okay? Can you explain what their snoring would be like? It'll be like this. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Mrs. Barry is actually in the other room because she's doing some researchy stuff for work on her Kindle. And uh, yeah, so I thought, right, me and uh, Phoebe are going to saddle up and do this podcast excursion <coughs> today. Um, the podcasts are now dropping down to uh, one a week uh, for the moment uh, going forward just because it's a lot more easier uh, to maintain that. By the time we sort of set them all up, we're going to try and record a few together just to keep the content up. So we're probably looking about every Monday night or probably Tuesday. We're not sure yet. It'll be one of those. Probably more Monday night going forward. But actually mm. today is Bank Holiday Monday, right, Phoebe? Yeah. So it's like a holiday here in the UK for a lot of people. But today is all about Nutella Cafe. But before I get onto that, I have one thing to say. Do you know what I have to say? No. Uh, competition time. Competition. <laughs> you doing the jingles, are you? Yeah. Love that. Um, so we have said about uh, reviewing this podcast uh, on iTunes for us, leaving it a five-star rating, and there will be uh, three kitchen gadgets to give away. And we are up to the very dizzy heights, as I look right now, of 76 uh, reviews on iTunes, which is awesome. And we're actually going to cut off this competition entry at the 1st of June. And that's still... It feels like it should be now, but um, this we're recording this on the 29th. This video is going up on the 30th of May, so there's still two more days if you want to get a nice review uh, and comment and share uh, on iTunes uh, to potentially win that gadget. So there you go. Would yeah. you like one, Phoebes? Yeah, but you know, if you're actually watching, well, not watching, but <laughs> listening. Watching with your ears. <laughs> listening 
to this podcast, you may actually win our gadgets that we're sending out. Yeah, that's kind of what I just meant, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but you have to do that little bit of, uh, you know, just leave us a lovely review or just a nice rating because yeah. um, it's crazy because people actually do listen to us on this podcast. Really. Yeah. They listen to us when they're at the gym uh, and they're doing their uh, workout at the gym or whether they're going on a commute. Some people just do it to help them fall asleep at night because we yeah. have lovely sounding voices. Uh-huh. Actually, thinking about it, kitchen gadgets... You and I did that together, didn't we? Yeah. One of the first videos, the first kitchen gadget testing video, there was there was three did, we did together, wasn't there? Um, yeah. Can you remember what they were? Yeah. The crumpet. Crumpet. Can you explain what that one looked like? Um, or what was it? Well, it's like this plastic, well, it's based on a pet. So ours we got as a pink pig. Yeah. Um, and there are other coloured types of pig, aren't there? Black ones? Yeah. Uh, bacon? Yeah. Nope, sorry. Um, and basically it's like a hoover for like your, um, like your sideboard on your, in your kitchen to like hoover up crumbs. Yeah. Yeah. It worked really well, didn't it? Yeah. And the, um, where does the pig, um, take up the crumbs? Where does it, um, suck them? Uh, what does it go through his ears or what? No, it, it comes out of its nostrils. It does. Obviously. It, it's snout. Yeah. It's snorting up crumbs, which, um, did actually... Did get some quite uh, random comments on that. I won't say any further, but check that video out if you haven't already. And it, that was really cool, wasn't it? Yeah. And we did two other gadgets, didn't we? I'm trying to yes. remember. I don't remember one, but I can't remember the other one. I remember it was the bogey thing. Bogey thing. Okay, right. You can't say stuff like that and not follow up, mate. You got. You got to <laughs> tell people. It was like this weird, like zombie, um, like China, like weird. It was like um a cup, and you're yeah. supposed to like put eggs in it. And I think it gets the yolk out of it, or the runny, like, other stuff. That's right. It is called the Bogeyman Egg Separator. Ooh. How would they say that in America? I don't know. Separator. Separator. Tor. 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 Yeah. That's why I found it the easiest way to convert English, uh, British English, into uh, American English. Tor. Instead of separator. Tor. Mm. Tor and tor. Okay? Yeah. Now you're American. Yeah. <laughs> Easy peasy. Uh, so basically, it's a mug that looks like someone's face. Yeah. Uh, a man who looks ill, so he's got like a real sort of droopy eyes. It's quite mm-hmm. grey. Uh, he's got like sort of a little bit of red on his cheeks. So he's, he's ill. He's got a cold, hasn't he? Yeah. He's got the flu. And you put... Man flu. That's man... Phoebe, you'll never know what man flu is, my friend. <laughs> you know what? I have uh, witnessed your mummy give birth twice. And <laughs> man flu is nothing in comparison. It's the worst thing ever, mate. Yeah. I, I genuinely believe. In fact, I think that's a scientific fact, that apparently that men do get it worse. I'm not going to push that too hard because you're too young and innocent to not stick up for yourself. But honestly, there is apparently some people that have tried to research is that men do get more ill than women. Okay? Mm. So when you're older and your husband, mm. right, and he says to you, I've got man flu, you look after him, okay? Yeah. And you get your bogeyman egg separator out and make him an egg <laughs> <laughs> an omelette, okay? Um, so basically, you, you put the egg... Into mm-hmm. the mug, don't you? The egg yeah. separator bogeyman. And then it separates by coming out of the nostrils of the man. That's right. So as you tip the egg, you and actually needs thinking back, it does need to be a quite a chilled egg so that the egg yolk stays firm. Because if it was quite warm, you know, sometimes the egg yolk gets a little bit droopy. Um, they can it can sort of merge together because you crack it from quite a height as well to get it into the mug. Yeah, and then as you tip it, the egg white comes out of his nose. Mm-hmm. and the yolk is supposed to stay. And it's more novelty, but it does look like he's just got bogeys, right? Yeah. Hence the name 
Hmm. What's the name? Um, I don't know. The bogeyman? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's the last one? It what? was the carrot sharpener. Oh my gosh. Yes. What did you think of that? And in fact, let me ask you straight away. Why would you ever need to sharpen a carrot? I don't know. Maybe if you don't have a peeler, while you just want to get the end, you can just... Well, it's basically like a pencil sharpener, but giant for a carrot. Yeah, it does look just like a a pencil sharpener, doesn't it? Yeah. But it it has a much larger hole, so you can Mm -hmm. put a carrot in there. And we started with a pointy end, and we thought, oh, we'll give this a go, didn't we? Yeah. And it didn't really work too well. And then, uh, actually, there's still a lot of comments that still say that, oh, you should have tried it with a completely blunt end. And we did do that. And we did that off camera as well, even some more. And it just didn't really work. And it felt like a little bit like, yeah, but why do we need a carrot pencil? What are we yeah. going to do with this? Huh? Yeah, what would you do with a carrot pencil? Um, maybe paint it black on the end and try and write with it. What, really? Yeah. I like your thinking, mate. Or some give it to some sort of rabbit and confuse them. Yeah. Right, okay. But this is what really sort of uh, kicked off the whole gadget thing. Mm. That that video, I think I did one with my mum before with uh, onion goggles. Did you ever see those? Yeah. You did? In fact, do you know what they were? Basically, they were basically just like goggles that you wear when you go swimming. <laughs> or, or technically science goggles. Why? What was science about? They they looked, honestly, they looked more like um like those Speedo ones that you'd put on. Mm. They like sucked straight to your eyes to stop any vapours getting in. Mm-hmm. Do you know what else you're supposed to do? No. When you cut onions, you, apparently if you stick your tongue out, Mm-hmm. The actual vapors from the onion hit your tongue rather than your eyes or something, so it doesn't. You don't cry them. Mm. But that went to a happy home. The onion goggles. Mm-hmm. Do you know where it went? No. My friend Bobbit, who actually was on the podcast oh, uh, yeah. recently, he went to his wife's house. Oh, <laughs> well, he also lives there randomly. Um, but he went there, and they. She absolutely. She could not cut onions before without crying, no matter what onion it was. And apparently, she wears them religiously. She puts on these glasses whenever she cuts an onion, but it's sort of saved her. She loves it. <laughs> is that cool yeah i remember that now while we're on the subject of gadgets actually the latest video as i uh talked to you guys that's just gone up is gadget gadget testing 20 which has had over one hundred and fifty thousand wow, people watch that's it a lot. i know in a day could you imagine one hundred and fifty thousand people in this room right now wow people would be squashed they would wouldn't they where would they sit we'd need another extension wouldn't we <laughs> yeah they'll probably blow the roof off what's been your favorite kitchen gadget that daddy's done there's quite a lot. There is, oh, and there's many more upstairs. I know, I know, I know. Go on then. The small maker. <gasps> Where is that? I don't know. With the renovation of the house, we've just sort of chucked loads of stuff in boxes, and it's like, that needs to be found, doesn't it? It's like a treasure chest. It is. It is a treasure chest of fun. It's Daddy's favourite thing in the whole house. Um, so how does the small work, ma- uh, maker work? Um. Well, first of all, like all smalls, yeah, you what is a s'more? Tell someone what a s'more is. Some people might not know. Basically, um, like um, like a sandwich, but basically, instead of bread, it's like crackers, and yeah. in the they're f- called graham crackers. Yeah, but we don't have them in here in the UK. They're more like digestive biscuits. Is the closest we can get. Yeah, um, and in you can put like slices of chocolate on in it and a marshmallow. It doesn't. It, you don't need to melt it or anything for this gadget. Mm. Um, and then you just well, yeah. That's what. Well, that's how you make a small. Basically. Yeah, small is normally. Um, I was first introduced to that because do you know, Daddy's actually a Girl Scout still. Really? Yeah, I paid my nine dollars, baby. <laughs> I can come on to that. Um, I thought I'd talk about it now. But um, my first experience of a small was on Girl Scout camp. 
all right over in america uh <laughs> basically it's yes yeah, so it's like a biscuit with uh, marshmallow and chocolate wedged together but it's normally done over a campfire or with a toasted marshmallow so you toast your marshmallow wedge it between two of these biscuit things and then the heat of the marshmallow melts the chocolate and it goes all gooey and holds it together and it is <laughs> phenomenal right Yum, yes how could you describe the taste well i don't know but when i had a bite out of it i felt like i was a pink fluffy unicorn dancing on rainbows and candy floss clouds Oh, my God. You are so my daughter. <laughs> That's exactly what I would say, something like that. <laughs> you know, normal people would just go, yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> you know? That's normal. Yeah. You've been listening or hanging around with me way too long. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't say, my man's telling me no, anything like that. Yeah, mm. I was with you, like, yeah, on that rainbow and all that stuff, dancing like a unicorn. Mm. Um, so this gadget, it's got two pairs of hands, hasn't it? It's got well, a, yeah. pa- a pair of hands, and you fill it with it's, water. Yeah, it's like levers, like curved c's one c and one backward c and then they've got like little circle pads at the end of them that's right yeah and then um basically what you do you fill it with a little bit of water at the back a little vessel and then you put one biscuit down well you you can actually make two at a time can't you Mm. so you put one of these square s'mores down or a digestive biscuit then you put your chocolate and then your marshmallow and then you put another uh cracker or biscuit on top and then is it you lever the hands forward? Yeah, you lever the plastic-like pads onto the crack top of the cracker. That's right. And then um, actually, I don't know if you... I think everyone's done it, right? They've put a yeah. m- marshmallow in the microwave before. Mm-hmm. What happens when you put a marshmallow in the microwave? It melts and... It goes enormous, <laughs> right? Yeah. It turns into the marshmallow man from Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this kind of... The steaming, I think, helps kind of manage that. And also the weight because there's the hands pressing down on it, right? Yeah. That helps kind of like squish. So there was the marshmallow grows, it expands, but like holds to the chocolate and the biscuit. So it's just phenomenal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I did that video with you. I did that with your nephew. Jack, yeah, your, Jack. Jack. Yeah, he, um, or your cousin Jack, isn't he? Yeah, I He's remember. I remember when, um, when we got back from, I think it was shopping. Yeah. Or you were doing a video and I had, um, one, it was delicious. Really? Yeah. They are phenomenal. In fact, mm. I'd quite like to have a Nutella some more. Mm. Instead of the chocolate, I'd like to put Nutella spread in there because I just mm. love it. Um, do you know how Daddy became a Girl Scout then? I'll tell you this story. Uh, no. So Daddy was, um, he used to have a job in, uh, uh, just he used to work in a bank and he wasn't really enjoying his life that much. He was just going through the motions and thought, you know what? I found this leaflet, actually a leaflet came through our front door and it changed. I was like, oh my gosh, I can go over to America and work and... Uh, I thought this was amazing and they were doing this big like festival fair thing in London. So one day I, I took the day off work and uh, got a bus for £4, this thing called um, Megabus, all the way to London and back for four quid. It was amazing. Plus yeah. 50p booking fee. Amazing. <laughs> uh, and then I, before I knew it, I was in this huge fair, right? So in this huge town hall thing in London, I don't know, it might have been an embassy building or something. And I was just so, so nervous back then, right? And I walk in and there's just loads of people around about my age, just like all excited and all these different tables. And before I knew it, I was just I was just so nervous. I just sat down at the first table I saw, and there was this lady there called Mary, and she was absolutely lovely. And the uh, first thing she said was like, "You do know what camp we are, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course I do. Camp America, right?" Because I didn't realise. I thought it was just like one whole organisation. I didn't do my research, and before I knew it, I was signed up, and I was a, a Girl Scout camp. <laughs> I know, but that was, when she was taking my question, she's like, okay, so how old are you? 
Um, do you have any uh, interest in any particular activities? And I guess yeah, I should have said like, oh yeah, football and stuff like that. I mentioned stuff like that and tennis. And she said, oh right, okay. And I think she was thinking, oh, am I going to say like knitting or do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's like, oh, don't worry, you'll be fine. And I was thinking, yeah. She's like, oh, there are some other guys, so you'll be fine. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, of course they will be. And then it wasn't until I got home that I had a letter from them saying the Girl Scouts of America, you need to pay your nine dollars, right? Oh yeah. And uh, and then you are a registered Girl Scout, and that was it. <laughs> a couple of months later, I was on a plane over to America, and it was cheap labour for them, mate, because mm. to send English people over the pond, the, the Americans are much more expensive. We're cheap labour, and they give us a visa, so it's win-win. And mm. uh, I had my first experience of Girl Scout cookies. Do you know what they are? No. Well, they just got Girl Scout cookies, really, but they do different version ones, and there's like these thin mint ones, kind of like peppermint patties. Oh, so good, mate. Like, they're like extra, extra large after eight, chunky and funky ones. <sighs> you should do that, Camp America, actually. Really? I went back and did that four years in a row. First two years, I was at what they call a camp counselor, where I was leading kids around. I was dressed up as a woman, I don't know how many times, with these shows. <laughs> We're singing camp songs. There is a great big moose. And you have to do all these hand actions. Used to drink a lot of juice. No? I have to yeah. teach you all those songs. Yeah. And then the last two years, I clocked on. I was like, whoa. Every day, we would go down to the lake, and there'd be swim time, right? And I would go down there, heat exhaustion, the British guy getting all sunburnt, going, what am I doing here? <laughs> I'm so hot in the middle of the woods, trouncing around with these kids, all singing songs, talking about fairies, like mm. asking me if I know the Queen every five minutes. And I go there, and there's these like lifeguards just lounging around, getting the sun, waiting for the next batch of kids to turn up. And then when they are swimming, they're just watching them. And I'm thinking, I'm I'm doing the wrong thing here. So I told them that I was a qualified lifeguard, didn't I? Yep. Which I wasn't. Yep. I pretended I was David Hasselhoff. Do you know who that is? No. I uh, yeah. I just said I was uh, quite good at swimming. So I had to do a uh, when I landed for the third year, I had to do a go and do a lifeguard assessment. And I no joke, I said, yeah, of course I know how to swim. And there, there was these five other lifeguards there. So there's this head lifeguard that was going to certify us. We had to do CPR. I managed to get through it all because I read a book on the plane on the CPR. But then there was this actual physical, practical, where we had to get in the pool and do life rescues. Oh. We had to do these lengths in this pool, the biggest pool I've ever seen, mate. It was oh. like the sea. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> so, but um, I think they felt sorry for me. Put on my British charm. And there we go. So the last two years, I was basically a lifeguard. Come down. Had the best tan cool. ever. <laughs> it was so cool, mate. Yep. And that's how I met Cindy and Sammy, our American friends. Yeah. And that's how I travelled across America as well. <laughs> that's, that's a cool story, right? Yeah. Would you like to go to summer camp? Maybe. <laughs> that was how I discovered some more. And then we did loads of other like campfire things. Do you know another thing that's really nice? You take um. a banana... Yeah. You slice it lengthways. Yeah. It's a bit like a s'more. Yeah. And you put chocolate buttons in it and marshmallow bits. And like a banana Sunday banana Sunday. Yeah. You wrap that in foil. Oh. You put it on your campfire. Yeah. Oh, let that. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it was a few summers ago. You did that on our barbecue. Oh, I, might, I think I did actually. I think I might have done that. Not in a video, but I have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's not. It's not the same though. It needs to be in America, mate. Uh-huh. You need to be doing it. In America, in a camp. Actually, I'm going to send you to summer camp. That would be amazing. Mm. They actually do do that now. That company now, rather than sending staff there as well, they actually, you can send your children to America. So <gasps> would you like that? Yes. What would you do? What There's loads of other, they do so many, they do like a singing camp. I think that's more for Chloe, isn't it? Yeah. Song and dance camp. She wants to be a rock star and a hairdresser when she's older. Does she? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, that's, a sp- that's very niche. 
She's she's very specific that she's going that she, that's what she wants. What do you want to be? Um, well, there's quite a few jobs. Um, I really want to be a space scientist. Yeah, we talked about that before, didn't we? Yeah. Like, okay, smart. A vet. Okay. Um, and what was the other one? Uh, an artist. An art. What sort of artist? Like, um, watercolors and cool free four D effects. Oh, nice. Okay, so that's cool. It's very, very mixed. You could do a bit of everything, couldn't you? Yeah. You could be a space scientist that in their spare time does pictures yeah. of, of animals. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So what camp would you like to go? They do a space camp. Yeah. I think they do. Where you do like a space cadet camp. They do one down in Florida. Really? This sounds really cool. I'm not going to send you to America, by the way, but hey, you oh. never know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I'll speak to your mum, but if you generally want to do it, I'm sure we'd look into it. That'd be so cool. Yeah, you can go to like the Kennedy Space Center in America and they like... Mm. You call you space cadets. <laughs> I bet that's very, very expensive. More expensive than an ice cream at Disney World. Uh, they're only like 50p. They are not 50p, mate. <laughs> you, I dragged you in. I didn't drag you. You dragged me to Disney World, didn't you? <laughs> Mummy, Chloe and yourself. We went there. Oh, my gosh. I, we queued up for 90 minutes, right? <laughs> yeah. To see Elsa and Anna, didn't we? From Frozen. Oh, yeah. Tell oh, me about that. my but what do you mean tell me about it? You didn't want to do it after mm. all that? I <gasps> did, but it was just that like, there was loads of people pretending that pe- their uh, family was in front of us and they kept pushing in. Yeah, that's that's right. There were, there, were, there were some very hot and angry people and we were quite polite and British and we were like, oh, after you, after you. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, the, the park's closed now. Um, do you know who was the most moody one that we saw? No. But don't you remember? She began, oh, yeah. begins with a P. Pocahontas. Pocahontas. She was having a really bad day. Do you know what? I got so upset about that as well that that day. <laughs> I haven't I haven't shared this story with you, Phoebe. I, it's something that I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you now. But I'm a little bit upset about the whole thing. When we went to Disney World, there was about five or six different parks there. Right? I'm sure it used to just be the one, just the castle. You go there, you get your fix. Now there's like ten billion different parks. <laughs> there was like the movie one. What was that called? Adventure World or something? I can't um, remember the name of it. Wasn't it like? Oh, I forgot, wasn't it? Uh, it's the one that had the big tower thing, and it had like the neutron thing. And the is that like I don't? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like, like it's definitely got Doan. Idaho. <laughs> That's a state. Idaho? No, it was in Florida still. It was just another park, right? Yeah. But like we were going around doing all these little bits. I was like, yeah, okay. There's one little thing that I want to see, and it was for your benefit too, yours and Chloe. There was a big play area right at the back, right at the very back of that park. And it was from, there's a film called Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Right? But that was the actual, it was made up of some stuff that was actually used on the set of the original movie. Yeah, um, it was like leaves. Yeah, is it? It's massive blades of grass and stuff like that. And they'd actually used some of those as props in the movie in the background. And they slid down one of them apparently. And it could just be complete replicas. They might be making that up. But I was like, I must see this. And we walked towards it, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We are just about to get on a blade of grass, and they're like, closed. Park's mm. closed. Like, no! I really it's wanted so to go on that. It's so not fair. And we only, um, because we, cause there was, we only had like a few weeks, and we had, there was loads of parks we really wanted to go to. And I think that was like Universe. No, I don't think we went no, to. We didn't go to Universal, mate, no. No. Just Disney. Over yeah. and over again. I was like, yeah. you know, maybe we could take the kids to Universal. No. No, they're going to see. They're going to see all the characters they want because <laughs> we've come all the way here, so we've got to see every character. That's my impression of Mrs. Barry. Okay, <laughs> and we're going to stick with that. 
But the water park was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Crikey, we went down that massive thing. That um, There was a huge high like uh, tube thing with four people. And Chloe went down that. Oh, yeah. That remember? was fun, yeah. She was like smaller than my foot at that time. She was so small. And I was like, is she all right to go on? Well, she shouldn't really, but uh, she's with you. So I guess that's all right. And then down yeah. she went. She loved it. Was it in, what, wait, are you talking about that big, swirly, huge, really high, it looked really dangerous when you're walking up the steps and you've yeah. seen, yeah, um, but it wasn't, like that big circle thing for four seaters. Yeah, it says like, yeah. it said the big sign that said that only really bonkers fun. people allowed. That was really fun, I liked that, mm-hmm. and we kept going it over and over and over again. Yeah, and I, I decided uh, on one of the last days when we were in Disney before we, uh, we spent a week in Disney in Florida and then we got a, f- a flight up to a, a friend's wedding in Boston. Yeah. For the other week. So we had, a, we had a very bonkers week, didn't we, down in Florida? Mm-hmm. And then another more calm one up by Cape Cod, which was very nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you guys uh, kind of missed the Disney characters and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but it was two very different holidays. Um, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think what I was going to say then about, about Disney World. Oh, um, what was it? Oh, yeah. I gave Mummy. It was the last night. I'm like, hey, you know what? It's, it's the last night. And, you know, yeah, I've had a lovely time. Why don't you pick something from the Disney store and, uh, you know, just get something, get something for the kids as well. And when we're getting to the till and being like, what? She's like, that's $200, sir. I'm like, what the heck did you buy? <laughs> Mrs. Barry's got it here still now somewhere, right? Yeah. There is a Disney chip mug. Oh, I, oh, that big toy shop. I thought it meant like little stores, but it's not. Oh, that big one. That was quite good. Well, that was the thing I didn't find. They had a Disney stores, loads of them, obviously, in mm. Disney World. But then, obviously, in the malls, all the shopping malls or malls, whatever you call it, on all the highways, they had Disney stores in those, which had the same stock. Mm. And I think it was still quite expensive. Mm. It was like wherever you went, it's like, you will buy Disney. Mickey <laughs> has you now. And uh, I just remember going, look, looking at Mrs. Barry again. Giving a little glance, saying, "Are you sure you want a Beauty and the Beast mug? Just one character." <laughs> and it was just like sixty dollars, and I bought—I like, don't know what I bought you, you two, but it added up as well. I was like, "So like two hundred dollars? I thought I needed a new mortgage for that." <laughs> what was your favourite part of that whole holiday? Um, oh, I liked going to the Animal Kingdom. That was good, wasn't it? Mm. If no one's ever been to Disney World before, your best thing to do is to get the app, isn't it? Because yeah. you can get a VIP pass three times. So you book them all in the morning, then you just go back and keep topping up. We went on a Jurassic Park-style mm. Jeep ride, didn't we? Uh, I forgot what it is. That was like a big tour all around the park in a big like Jeep. Do you remember? And we saw like the big lion getting down in the middle of the road, oh, so we had yeah. to wait for it. And there was the giraffe's head poking into the... Yeah. Yeah. That was a real giraffe as well. Yeah. Like, there are no... real um, animals. There's, there was giraffes, tigers, lions... Elephants, hippos, crocodiles. Yeah. Alligators. Oh. Many, many animals. And as a vet, wannabe vet, that must have made you very happy. Yeah. Uh, there's actually a place near here, near to where we live. We went on holiday recently to Centre Parks. And next door to that, because it always freaks me out, Centre Parks is one of those places like, uh, it's in a wooded area as well, where you just switch your car for the week and you park up and you have a chalets and it's all cycling around. But actually next door to that is Longleat, which is a, a safari park. And they have animals like that running around. Yeah. And I think there's just like this little gate, this fence separating us from these wild animals. There, <laughs> there's the monkey enclosure, which they have to shut down sometimes because the monkeys get too aggressive. 
You go in there, it says you go in your own risk. Have you ever seen that? When they jump on your car? Yeah, and they took our hand things off and I was so scared. Oh, we went in there, I didn't like we? Screaming. I was like, we had two cars at the time. I was like, we ain't taking mine. <laughs> We're taking mummies because we had, she had that little Peugeot, didn't she? Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, the actual plugs on the bonnet of the car, do you remember they pulled them out? Yeah. Apparently, um, they just like if they see anything like hard, they just um, they like eating it. Yeah. They just grab it out and they see what they can do with it and just play with it. There's a phrase for people that like to just sort of collect rubbish and never throw it away, mm. other than me. Um, hoarders. Okay, these monkeys are like hoarders. They they just literally rip anything they can off cars. You see it lined up. Everyone's laughing at it until it gets to your car and it's trampling over, ripping off your aerial, jumping on your wing mirror, trying to get that off. They are just, they're like little humans. They're like little naughty boys. Yeah. Oh, they're just grabbing They're it. like, yeah, little devils. Like, um, how do you say it? Uh, like little, I don't know, like pixies, naughty. They are like naughty pixies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they, they, I think they got a little infection or something. So they have to shut the whole thing down. But now they do do it. But there's signs that it's like, hey, you do not have to go into this area if you don't. Then it's not America, but you don't have to go in this area, sir, if you don't want to. Mm. Uh, you can you can bypass it, but everyone goes through it still, yeah. and everyone's like, "I can't believe it! He ripped off my wing mirror. He took my wife. I don't know, oh my God, <laughs> you know, my kid. <laughs> Anything? Get, we, okay, we're going to negotiate on the top of the hill. <laughs> the lion is the mediator. He's like, okay, guys. So uh, mm. he took your uh, daughter, and uh, he wants an aerial in exchange. Okay, deal. Shake it. <laughs> well, they have the lion enclosure as well, don't they? That is like Jurassic Park. Do you remember that bit? Yeah. Massive, massive gates. Wait, yeah, wait. Wasn't it when we turned around the corner, there was like all these lion, lions. Lions? Lions. <laughs> hey, look at those lions. <laughs> like, they were on the edge of like some grass. There no fence. Oh, can you talk into your microphone a bit more? I noticed yeah. I could see your face. Yeah. <laughs> <The> <laughs> I was like, Hannah, is it? if I can see your face, so then that can't... Yeah. Technically, there was like a corner of the road. Yeah. So the lines on this and the car's going past and there was no fence standing up. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. How do we get onto this? I don't know. Uh, this always happens. <laughs> this is the beauty of conversation. So, shall we get onto the main topic of this? Yeah. Food news, right? This mm-hmm. is some food news, but it's also the main topic of this podcast. Um, many, many people have been tweeting me about this, but I'm going to pull up the article right now. Uh, it's from Huffington Post. Uh, here we go. Oh, I do agree to the cookies. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that, did you ever see that, Phoebe, when you, you wouldn't get it, I guess, because you don't really go on the internet mm-hmm. that much un- unsupervised. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you accept the cookies? Like, yeah. So is someone going to walk out with some cookies for me or what? Oh, my gosh. Uh, the world's first official Nutella cafe is set to open. When? Where? Uh, where? <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah. That was when? my thinking. I like to go um, there. This is by Rachel Moss, who is the lifestyle writer at the Huffington Post UK. Oh, there's a video as well. The first ever Nutella Cafe is opening, and it will be nothing less than heave, and it stops. Nutella fans might want to book a flight to the US because the world's first official Nutella Cafe is set to open in Chicago. I have had literally about 100 people like message me about this in some way. Uh, Chicago is very nice, actually. I only spent like 12 hours in there in between a train station uh, when I was uh, going across America. And uh, I just went for a little wander around. It's a really beautiful place. We should go there. Mm-hmm. Elsa and Anna aren't there, okay? <laughs> I can't, go, can't give you that. Uh, everything in the cafe is inspired by a jar of Nutella. From the chocolate-filled menu to the red and brown interiors. Oh. That's cool, right? Yeah. Why can't there be like a Nutella restaurant where for like your... 
Um, drinks, it's um, Nutella squash. For your starter, it's Nutella balls and Nutella sauce. And for your meal, You're making it's me dribble. Nutella pizza. Oh. And for your dessert, it's Nella Nutella Sunday. <coughs> <laughs> yes, mate. Nutella Speaking of Nutella pizza, I've done a video cookies. recipe for that. Did you ever have some of that? We might have been at school when I did that. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, and I did one recently, a Nutella pizza ring, which was a salt dough. So it had a real nice bit of tang in it with... Uh, a little bit of ricotta cheese in there as well. <laughs> but I think you've just basically uh, topped up with your idea there of what how this uh, idea comes about. Dishes including the hazelnut and chocolate spread mm. include Nutella crepes, croissants, waffles and oh. fondue. <gasps> oh my gosh, Phoebe. Croissants? Do you, do you know what a fondue is? No. It's basically like a mud bath of your favourite food. Oh. <laughs> warm and just wet. So basically... It originated, I think, from like a cheese fondue. So you get a real hot, melty cheese and you dunk, oh. like, I was going to say dunk cheese. In like it. No, the dunk. Switzerland thing. Yeah, like you and I did on that Swiss video. Yeah. Exactly, mate. Yeah, exactly that. But that was just a very mini pot. But these things are normally in a big old heated thing that's just like a vessel that's continually like sort of keeping it warm. Or sometimes they have a fountain. Uh, so it's a little bit more crazy looking. People have them at weddings where they like, do Ooh. a chocolate one where you can get strawberries and pineapple yeah. on sticks and it gets really messy and people yeah. start sticking their face in it. And, and getting all their like suits messy. That's right. <laughs> like bridesmaids. Yeah. Oh, we need the uh, bride and groom for the uh, picture, please. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> She's got Nutella all over her uh, dress. <laughs> uh, d- yeah. So uh, a Nutella fondue, that would be the best thing ever <laughs> because you can take your crepe you can take your croissant and your waffle and you can just stuff that right in your fondue. Mm-hmm. Lather it all up. Dunk your waffle. Yummy, yummy. That would be amazing. What would you dunk in a big... Just just imagine a big bathtub full of Nutella. Oh. I'm sure someone's did a video of that online somewhere, but just imagine that. Someone like giving that in front of you right now. If you could put anything in there other than yourself yeah. that you're ultimately going to eat, hopefully, okay? Mm. What would that be? Um... Oreos and cookie dough. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. all I say, Oreos and cookie it dough. It is. You're not sponsored by them, are you? Mm. Wait a minute, is that an Oreo t-shirt you're wearing? No. No, okay. Uh, while those who want a break from Nutella, the fools in brackets, a lot of people don't like Nutella, do you know? No. Because um, a lot of people have nut allergies, and a lot um, there are a few very strange people that I've never really got to the bottom of. Well, not strange, but they, they're entitled to their own opinion. They just do not like it. Some people, um, it's really rare to get because one of the most um, biggest allergies or food allergies is nuts. Yes. And they're in Nutella. They are, mate. They are. Um, in fact, did you know that the Kinder Bueno feeling, fill do you know what Kinder Bueno is? No. Um, do you know when you sometimes have like a Kinder product, not a Kinder Egg, but one of the ones that has like the white? Oh, like, like Kinder, like technically like one of those... Like it's like a Kit Kat, but only one of the yeah. things. Yeah, I think they do lots of different ones. They did the I hi- know what you mean. They have a hippo one. Yeah, that is basically white Nutella. Really? It's, the recipe is pretty much identical, but rather than having the cocoa or you know chocolate in it, cool. they just use white chocolate. Because I've done that filling too at uh, home made before. I didn't know that before. I thought it was like cream mm. and like um, white melted chocolate with ice cream. No, but, but that really does sound delicious. I'll tell you <laughs> that, mate. No, it's whizzed up. Oh, we have a pug wandering around. 
Can you hear the tap dancing? Yeah. It's Boston. He's just having a little... Someone, did someone say Nutella? <laughs> He's having a little wander around. That's actually Amy that's normally a bit more like that. Yeah. Give me the food. Give me. Yeah. I just want to eat. You can cuddle this one. I'm just here to eat. You just walk me and feed me. Um, so, yeah, I think that they should genuinely start selling that in jars. They could call it Nutella White or something. That stuff is identical method to make it, and people love that stuff. If that doesn't happen in the next year, someone else should just do their own rip-off version of it, or someone, I'm just going to tell Nutella, and they will do that, because it is so easy, and they would just cash in. Um, according to the Chicago Tribune, even these savoury dishes have been created with Nutella in mind. So these are the options where people can have uh, a, se- a selection of sandwiches and soups. <laughs> For example, diners can order a gruyere, which is cheese, and speck. I don't know what that is. Ham panini. Oh, as speck ham is prepared in the same region of northern Italy as Nutella. There you go. Ooh. Oh my gosh, I really want Nutella now. While yeah. other cafes around the world have tried to cash in on the world's love of Nutella, this is the first cafe opened by Ferrero, the actual makers of Nutella. Wow, that's cool. I didn't know that. So these are the people that actually make the jars, mate. This isn't Ooh. someone like you and I that's got a fetish for Nutella. Like, yeah, let's do something with this. These are actually, this is like the ho- the whole almighty God Nutella going, we have a praise. Join us in Chicago. <laughs> we wanted to create a world of Nutella for our fans that could truly capture the essence of the brand, not just in the dishes that will be served, but in the full experience from the moment you step into the space. Oh. A Nutella spokesman said, The Nutella Cafe offers something for everybody, and we encourage everyone to come in and try a dish or snack. We hope <laughs> Nutella enthusiasts, Chicagoans, and visitors enjoy the cafe as much as we enjoy creating it. I do like um, enjoying cafes. You like? <laughs> I do enjoy enjoying cafes. <laughs> Are you drunk? No. <laughs> I enjoy enjoying. I do enjoy enjoying cafes. <laughs> well, I do enjoy you enjoying enjoying cafes. Is that is that okay to tell you that? I enjoy you enjoying. No, don't do this. Because I'll get confused and you'll win. You embarrass your dad. Sadly, a spokesperson from Nutella told Huffington Post UK there are currently no plans to replicate the cafe in the UK. But if you're a diehard Nutella fan, head to Michigan Avenue, <laughs> Chicago, after the cafe opens on the 31st of May. Actually, this is hot off the press. I had a message on uh, the My Virgin Kitchen Facebook page about 10 minutes ago. Well, not 10 minutes before we started this. There is... Are you ready for this? What do you think I'm going to say? It's a cafe... It's a themed cafe, and it would be heavily liked by us. Oh, I know. What is it? Is there going to be a whole shopping mall, and there's every shop that sells Nutella, and all they sell is Nutella? That sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm sure Ferrero are gradually working on this as they're part of their world empire, but it's not. Oh, what? Oh, what is it then? This is a pug-only cafe, and it's in England. Uh, what? I'm serious. What? Someone sent me a video to it. I'm not going to play it now because it's going to like, I've got to find it and it'll play on for about half an hour. But there's basically a place in England where you can turn up with your pug. <sighs> and, and the video said like no no other dogs. It was just pugs. <laughs> you turn up, they get pampered. They get fed these amazing cakes and burgers, uh... all dog food friendly. And I was like looking at it and someone tagged me in it going, this is your next road trip, Barry. You need to make this happen. Oh, that, so like, they'll enjoy that. Oh, uh... Definitely, mate. Yeah. 
so that, that's it. Um, oh, and another thing on the kitchen gadget video I did the other day, I had the uh, the dog uh, salt and pepper uh, <laughs> shakers. Someone has found Boston and Amy salt and pepper shakers, as in a, a white and a black pug. And oh. I, have, I have already ordered them from Amazon. They are on the way, and I swear when I review that on the ga- next gadget video I do, that will be the greatest gadget of all time. Regardless whether it comes out of their nose or their butt or their eyes, I don't care. They are made for this. They, they're not going anywhere. They are Honestly, I'll have to show you a picture of them, mate. It's basically like someone has modelled uh, Boston and Amy and turned them into little salt and pepper shakers. <laughs> so sales of those are going to rocket when I do that video based on the last views of the latest one. So... If you could have your own uh, cafe then, going back to that, mm? the Nutella Cafe, if you could have your own cafe, it was custom like that, I want to know what it would be, how it would look. I'm talking about the inside, the furnishings, oh. the seats. Right, let's mm. start. What would it be? It would be a shop that um, where like, I can make arts and crafts and sell them. Like, oh, yeah, 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 it's not Dragon's Den. They need to pitch to me. Uh, Okay, I need uh, $100,000 for uh, uh, five uh, investment, 5% investment, share in the business. Eh? No, if I had a dream shop, I'd do um, like an arts and craft shop. Um, I'm not going to try and burst your bubble here, but that might already exist. You can carry on down that path. I was kind of thinking you were going to go like an Oreo shop or a cookie dough shop. No, what I mean is, uh, let me speak. I will. <sighs> right. What I mean is, like, um, I can design like keychains, and I can discover all new crystal, and I can sell them, and I can. What? I don't know. <laughs> you want to do an arts and crafts store? Yeah. That we discover crystals. Did you say? Yeah. How and would, what? I know. I can do an. I can do like a space um shop. And there can be space clubs where where I can do a space camp where they can where we can like camp to places and we can stargaze. I think I've sold you on this uh, space camp idea, haven't I? Yeah. I'm gonna have a little Google on my phone to see if it does actually. Exist. I'm pretty certain it does. There's like so many different camps. There's like maths mm. camp and stuff yeah. like that. Let's let's together try and mm. find out if um there is a like our our dream food uh sort of. I don't know, venue or location is a cafe. Mm. I want it to be, I've always had, you know, Hansel and Gretel? Yeah. That is my favourite story of all time. <laughs> Do you know? Uh, Willy Wonka's up there because it's on similar territory, but because that one scene of the whole house made entirely, entirely of food is is it for me, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do that, does that, is this a family thing? Is it, are you feeling that? Mm, no. No. Great. <laughs> United States, States Space Camp. Oh no, these are actually things that are in space. There is a, there's a movie called Space Camp. Really? Yeah. Let's have a look. IMDb from 1986, when I was four. I knew were really not alive then. <laughs> uh, it's got Kate Capshaw in it. It's got Leah Thompson. She was in Back to the Future. Oh, my gosh. It's got loads of people, mate. Wow. It's got Kate Capshaw. What was she in? Oh, she was in Indiana Jones, I think. Ah, oh, I don't want the cookies. I don't want no cookies. Yeah, she was in Indiana Jones. Say anything goes. They say it. What? Oh God. Anything goes. Yeah, thanks. That was that's the song. That's how it goes. Leah Thompson, Kelly Preston, Wackin Phoenix. Wow, there's Tom Skerritt. I like Tom Skerritt. Who else? Tom Skerritt. 
Yeah, loads of them. Well, what's the what's the storyline here? What's going on? Uh, so this is called Space Camp. The young attendees of a space camp find themselves in space for real when their shuttle is accidentally launched into orbit. What? That's awesome. I've never heard of that. Well, this I'm also confirms that you are not going to space camp, young lady, because you could end up in space. Just imagine that. That's this whole. That's but that's just the whole point of space. Yeah, the, that explore camp candy space. There is definitely European space camp. Yeah, there is a hundred percent, mate. Um, I would rather send you to vet camp. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That is bound to exist as well. What about Nutella camp? Just eat Nutella what all day. What about Oreo and cookie dough camp? <laughs> okay, let's talk about this dream cafe, right? Yeah. I want it all to be made out of food. Even the people that work there are made of jelly. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you walk in. Mm-hmm. From the outside, the door is made of a biscuit. No, it's not. Okay, what is it? It's made of marshmallows. Yeah, but no. you don't want a squidgy door. A candy floss then. No, because people could break in. Ugh. You need something firm. Candy floss, someone could walk right through it. It'd be a bit sticky. No, really sticky, hard toffee. Nice. Nice, like a big cinder block toffee kind of thing going yeah. on. Okay, I like it. And it got a nice sort of glisten to that as well. Mm. Very festive. As you creak the door open. <coughs> what is on the floor? Is yeah. it carpet? Is it tiled? It's licorice carpet. Ugh. Like, <laughs> sorry. No, I like that idea. I like that. Do you know why? I've got a good idea. Okay. It can be a, la- a strawberry laces carpet. So Ooh. you can like, um, so yeah, like a red carpet, but strawberry laces. Yes, that's mm. good. But I do like the idea, yeah, with the licorice there, because that way I'm walking on this. I don't want to eat it. So licorice is still food. But mm. for me, I can't do that. A lot of people will look yeah. like licorice. I'd imagine people walking on it, they still lick it. It'll still taste the same. I've never tasted of licorice, but I'm just going to say... Just imagine I've tasted it and I don't like it. You so won't. you if can you use it as a doormat. Yes. <laughs> licorice doormat with a carpet of licorice throughout and then like red licorice mm. strawberry cables running through it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about the uh, the windows? They could be boiled sweets. Um. Yeah, glass. You know, you can get like... See-through-y, like, rainbow sweets out of, like, glass stained. Yeah, stained glass. We're going for yeah. a church effect, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. What about the seats? The seats? Mm. Oh, they can be marshmallows. Yeah, digging that. Nice, soft, yeah. squidgy and comfy. And the lights can be... Hmm, they can be... I'm wondering how you're going to do for this. I was like, oh, no, I'm going to skip lights. I know, I know, I know. They can be jelly. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Because then you can illuminate it, it'll just sort of cast through it, and yeah. it'll be quite nice. You can put, like, colour-changing lights, and it can make it all disco <laughs> Nice sort of rustic bar mm-hmm. vibe going on, like a man in the piano. But what is the piano made of that he's playing? I don't know why there's a piano in this place, um, but we're going for it. There <gasps> can Chocolate be... Chocolate fingers? No. No? Okay. The black... Don't be silly, Dad. The <laughs> black can be black Oreo biscuits. Yeah. And the... Um, everything that's black on there can be the black Oreo biscuits. Yeah. And of course, it's only black and white, and the white stuff can be the cream in the Oreo. So it's an Oreo piano. Yeah. <laughs> you have just invented the Oreo piano. That's the sort of thing. Oreo tend to get pretty crazy. They could get in touch with you, Phoebe, and want you to push this as an invention. If not, I am going to make a giant Oreo piano. How about that? It could be a professor. <laughs> <laughs> professor P- Oreo piano, please, professor to the stage. Professor Phoebe. Okay. And what about the tables? Let's, let's, uh... Um... I like bake. the idea of being made of bacon. I don't know why. Mm. No. They can be... Oh, I don't know about that. It have to be something firm, like a chocolate bar, so you can put your dinner on it. Um, 
After eight. Yes. Yes, mate. Yeah. I like that. But then if it if so if it gets too hot in there, it'll melt. You have to <laughs> eat your dinner quickly. Well, there we mm. go. What is the weirdest thing? I'm going to ask you now on the spot. What is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Don't say tonight's dinner. <laughs> um, I'll tell you one of the weirdest things I've eaten while you think about it what? I've eaten alligator well actually I've eaten some very weird things like as in very gone off food with Stuart Ashen my good friend Stuart um, who actually has a podcast called The Sequelizers which is doing very very well with some friends where they talk about movies I might want to have a little uh, listen to that folks tell them that I sent you um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, he, he and I have done some very strange food we did like 20 year old hot dogs in this very kitchen um, but actually something that was um, actually fresh, I guess, so to speak, was on an alligator farm in Florida where I had um, alligator tails, which doesn't sound that bad. And the way they were presented, they were battered and they were because it's the tail, it's a bit more chewy and mm. less tough. It was like having like sort of chicken nuggets, but they were like more porky. But the weird thing was it was from an alligator that I'd literally just seen about half an hour before. It was just very, very, very fresh and very rednecky where we were. So how about you? I'm not sure. You're going to say something really boring like potato. No. I was, first of all, I was thinking Brussels sprouts and broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I changed my mind. Okay. I remember in Wall High Street, we went to this cafe. Yes. And you ordered a starter and I had a bit. And when I was still eating it, he told me what it was. And it was, it was octopus tentacles. Uh, coated in breadcrumbs, I think. Oh, squid, like calamari. Yeah, squid. Yes. Oh, yeah. You, you. I did not are, trick you. I swallowed it. It was just squids, mate. It was disgusting. They t- you did, t- yeah, but they're like rubber bands, aren't they? Mm, they're so they're like onions. I was once told that squid. I don't know if this is true. Is best cooked for either two minutes or two hours. I prefer two minutes. Bit fast food, you know. Two hours. Two hours. No, two minutes, mate. Well, two hours is nice and slow cooked, yeah. But um, yeah, they're like kind of like, like actually, to be fair, squid without any sort of lemon on it, or a little bit of mayo, is a bit bland and chewy. It is like eating a rubber band. Yeah, but at least you tried it, right? Yeah. You got to try everything once in life, mate. Please don't be one of those people like I will never eat that. Because <laughs> then, how do you know? You might not like it. I am. You might like it. I make that with mushrooms. Mushrooms? What's a mushroom? Mushrooms. Mushrooms. You, yeah. Do you like mushrooms? No, I tried one before and it tasted of mushy... Rooms. <laughs> what are they made of? Oh, rooms that have just been mushed up. Oh, great, yeah. Please have some. No, they tasted of... Uh, they just taste rubbery. This is really weird. When I was your age, actually, this, it sounds really fathery. When I was your age, when I actually was your age, I went to a wedding when I was nine. Yeah. I went to a wedding down in Devon in the deep southwest in the UK, family wedding. And we had a cooked breakfast. We stayed over in a hotel the night before. <laughs> And the lady said, what do you want? And I didn't want anything other than mushrooms. And she gave me the biggest bowl of mushrooms you've ever seen. Uh, and I ate every single one. Is it bigger than the telly? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it wasn't served on a television. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was quite a quirky restaurant, this one. We serve all of our food on electrical appliances. Uh, so if you'd like to sit over there, there's a DVD uh, player there. That's your uh, first tapas course. You eat your chorizo off of that. Did that even make sense to you? Did it bamboozle you? No, it sounded like um French. French. Can you do your best French accent? Bonjour, Madame Gazelle. I did. <laughs> I, <laughs> that was very good. Um, bonjour, Fibir. Um, I got a better one. Bonjour. Um, je m'appelle. Jim 
Comment tu t'appelles? Comment t'appelles-tu? Je m'appelle Pally. Et comment t'appelles-tu? Je m'appelle Phoebe. Oui. Et euh, quel âge as-tu, Phoebe? I... Je suis neuf. Wait, hang on. Stush. Sorry. Do you want to think? Neuf years old. Neuf years old. A neuf years old. Oh, je suis well. I can't really do it that way. But I did actually say, on the actually the last gadget video as well, um, I made this comment because I found out there's quite a lot of German people following the channel. And I love Germany so much. And hopefully people get my sense of humour by now. But I said, just want to do a big shout out to all my German followers. So uh, bonjour. If you're watching, which obviously is French for hello, the amount of people that have said, oh my gosh, I can't believe he thinks that's German. I'm, uh, it, it's, it's the internet, Phoebe. You'll learn this, okay? When you, when you take this all over, all of this will be yours, okay? Oh. Would that be all right? No? No, you don't want to... Actually, that's a good point. What do you think? As you, uh, When you go to school... Mm. I'm very jealous of you when you go to school as well. I want to bring this up. I when like you go to school... school I know you do. You should enjoy school because it's like the most important time I of your life. school. It's great. Come on, people watching this, if you're a moody change like, oh, I hate school. Come on, it's good. If you didn't go to school, you wouldn't even know how to spell your own name. Wow. Someone's going to actually snap that uh, bit of recording chat there and actually turn it into some sort of poster to promote um, going to school and staying. <laughs> Don't quit school, man. I am jealous of you as well, Phoebe. Do you know what? When I went to school, mm -hmm. when I was in primary school and secondary school, I had never, ever, ever once had school dinners. Actually, apart from once a year on Christmas <laughs> dinner, the last yeah. week of school, it'll get so, so, so excited yummy. for that. Yeah, because they did a little Christmas dinner. You have your yeah. sprouts, you have your turkey and your gravy and all that. We have um, pigs and blankets. I know, mate. I, they had and it for me Christmas then. Christmas crackers. <sighs> they have party hats. Mm. But I yeah. love that because everyone in the school came together in the hall. So all the posse, all the sandwich posse and all the school dinners are like, no, today, my friends, we welcome you all. And this is all we can all eat Christmas dinner together. And you put on the all the Christmas songs. Famous Christmas song? Quite, I quite um, like Jingle, um, Jingle Bell Rock. No, Jingle I Bell, like um, Feliz Navidad. Dad. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. I want to miss you a Merry Christmas. Oh, hello. You're getting rock and roll with that. You're going to smack it. <laughs> you're going to smash the I want to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Feliz Navidad. All right, we'll just and repeat. So you have had the odd school dinner, haven't you? Yeah, I had it when I was in Key Stage 1. Okay, But now very I'm specific. in Key Stage 2, I have... Sandwiches. You've upgraded. I've learned how to use my hands now. Is that, <laughs> is that it now? They let me use tinfoil now at school, Daddy. The boshi, the boshiwa, the, the, the what? That doesn't even say English. Uh, the boshiwa. The pot. When you posh, you it's the posh. Um, when you're posh and you get your posh sandwiches, yes. you eat with your hands. Let me tell you, young lady. Don't you dare say posh sandwiches, right? I would sit there in. The little canteen area, looking over, eating a Nutella sandwich. Oh, it made, I didn't even know what Nutella was. I was sheltered. My mum, who I'm going to get on a future podcast, we're going to have it out. I am going to ask her why was I not allowed to be with the lucky kids? Why could I not have school dinners? I would go. I would take my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle rucksack, right? I would yeah. take that with me, and I would shovel my books in. She'd be like, "Don't forget your lunch." I mean, like, of course not, mummy. I'd shove that in there, and by the time I got to lunchtime. Yeah. 
And I have all my bags jiggling around and books and pencil case. Toblerone pencil case. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, weighing it down, I'd take that out. It looked like mm. a bit of bread. Uh, it's flat. It looked like a sh- sole of a shoe. Uh, Unbelievable. And it was heaty. It's melted. Like, have, you ever a, have you ever ate a sweaty sandwich? Uh, you probably have. I hope you have. Uh, That's what I experienced every day. The only day. thing closest to um, melty was a cheese toasty. Nice. I like that, mate. I like that a lot. I do. That, it, it is kind of doing that kind of vibe. It reminds mm-hmm. me of another video I did, cooking in my pants once. Remember that? Yeah, running, running. doing a dog with it. In <laughs> Jamie your Oliver pants. spoke actually like, oh yeah, we really like this. We're going to put this on our channel. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, because we really want you to do because you do quir- quirky stuff. If you could do some quirky stuff for our channel, I was like, well, I've got this idea of making a sandwich and putting it in my pants and going for a run and seeing if the heat will cook it. Yeah, that's great. I can't believe it. Looking back, even for <laughs> me, I'm like, oh no, but it did work. Um, but that basically resembled what my sandwich was like. And I would, I was like the, the burger advert, you know, when they look at a burger and you're looking at it like, oh my gosh, eating it really slow, yeah. slow motion, bring it to your mouth. Mm. And it was like the complete opposite of that. I would, every day I would unwrap that foil. Okay. Um. And I would like lift it slowly towards my mouth and just be sure regret looking at this squished kind of like merged <laughs> together, like. Just everything coming out and of it. And your face is looking like you've won the lottery. Yeah, and I'll be glancing over at you, okay? You you are you're the kids on the school dinner table and they've got this hot beef dinner. Like and a I'm, roast dinner. Yeah, well they've got chips and peas and mm. stuff like that, baked beans and whatever. And I'm there with this squidgy sandwich, I take one bite out of it and it's got foil in it because it's been mushed up so much anyway. And I'm just like half eating a piece of tin foil and melted butter and damp sandwich. <laughs> I'm looking at yeah. the, So you are lucky, my friend. Yeah. School dinners are amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, they're not the healthiest, but they are getting better. Well, they're trying to. But um, I, I did always like the Christmas school dinner. Is that your favourite one? Yeah. What do they serve you for school dinners then? Uh, what do you mean for Christmas or all the time? Well, all the time because I'm very well, jealous. I want to actually, re- <laughs> I want to re- reverse the clock and turn up at your school one day. Our Why? school is quite posh. Oh, we, is it? We have a menu that we take home. What? Oh yes, of course you do. Oh, it's the red menu today. Oh, what's that? Oh, oh that's the. Uh, we have caviar. the options: red, green, and yellow. Okay. Um. Do you have a particular favourite colour? No. Um. It depends. Um. Red actually... is like roasted. Gammon normally and roast dinners and roasted fish and chips. gammon. Yeah. Marmalade glazed hammond. Yes. Spiced. Yes. Do you and know what? I wonder if they've done it colour coded. Right, they used to do this um, when when I was at school with you, mate. Mm. Right, they. Okay, kids, this isn't dividing you up in any way. It's completely even fair. Okay, you're gonna be the um the wood lice over there. Uh, okay, and then you guys, you're gonna be the penguins, and 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 you can be the ants, <laughs> and and you're the tigers. Okay, and it was always the tigers <laughs> that were like, oh, they're the most brainy kids, aren't they? Like, okay, tigers, you go over there. You're having a really fun afternoon. You're gonna learn about crystals. Okay, <laughs> and the ants. Okay, we're gonna learn how to count to three. Okay, but okay, it's completely randomised. I wonder if they do that with the school dinners. They're like, no. okay, so over here we've got the Michelin star dinner, green. No. Do you have a favourite colour? Um, my favourite colour is turquoise. No, not, oh, sorry, I was very generic. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favourite colour? Turquoise. <laughs> what, on the menu or is that just... No. Exactly, um, yeah. I'm, well, I'm sorry, I led you up the wrong... I like the reds because they're normally like past bake. Nice. Lovers, and lovers, and <laughs> the other like others like oh. cooked meals, but the green is more like veggies, like veggie hot dogs. 
Ooh. Um, yeah, because yeah, they must have a veggie menu. You've got to uh, mm. allow for them. Have you ever tried? Um, have you ever delved into the green menu? No, I've never had a green ever in my life, have I? I I have uh, always thought about you because you can be quite picky with your food. I've always thought that you Oi. might become a vegetarian. Oi. I've no. always thought that you've got that in there that you might be to decide to just pretend to just because you care about animals as well. I've wondered whether you might actually be a vegetarian. <laughs> but like you, you do go for it. So you've never had anything from the green menu. Uh. Maybe I did back in reception year one, year two. Okay. Do you like going for like the gammon one? I can't remember, yeah. And yellow's, well, yellow used to be like eggs and salad, but now Ooh. now it's like salad counter. So like um, like like this big pot of, t- on, of salads in your food that you can just help yourself and go up to it. Wow. So it's just like a all-you-can-eat salad buffet. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Are you sure they're not taking you to like Pizza Hut? No. Other pizza brands are available. No. Ah, okay, cool. Mm. Well, I really like the sound of that gamut. What's the most poshest dinner they've ever done? Or is it the Christmas dinner? Is that where they really go um, to town? Um, I like the sign of the gamut, though. Pasta babe. Pasta, well, that's flash, mate. Um, wait, um, um, I think it's Queechy. No. Queechy? Queechy? They don't do that. Um, that's a wrestler, I think. Oh, that's no, Rikishi. I was I a wrestler, mate, back know. in the day when Daddy used to wrestling. Uh, um, Rikishi. Is it Quiche? Uh, yeah, Quiche. Quiche Lorraine? Yeah. Nice. Um, And the poshest in, like, green mm-hmm. is um, Veggie Hot Dog. Nice. You think They're it's just all scrappy like a burger. Is it? With, like, salsa sauce, but it's not. It's all neat. So it's basically um like a salsa casserole. Okay. Basically, with a sausage wedged in. Oh, lush. And then, like... A sausage casserole with a sausage wedged in. Like, with... Then they got cabbage and salads and tomatoes and, um... Uh, they've got mayonnaise in it. Nice. And they used to, for, like, yellow, have, like, tuna, like, cheesy pasta, salads. But now they do, like... Like in Pizza Hut, like help yourself to your own salads, but it's like, like a stick. <laughs> <laughs> no. Help yourself to a stick. No. It's like. Oh, can I? Is there anything else? No. no. Um. Sorry, Phoebe. <laughs> You've got a stick today. <laughs> hey, I now don't feel so bad. No, it's like. This mm, how's your tall, twig? Nice. This tall like thing. Like, um, I don't know how to describe it. Like a stick, but something that As- stands up. Um. Oh, just a pole. Okay, Fine, a, pole. a pole. A pole. And then there's like metal tins around it, around the edge, like. You oh, they're joined to it like a Christmas tree. Yes. They're like branches on the and pole. And then there's okay. like little bowls in it, and you. Oh, nice. They've got like one bowl of salad, one is tomatoes, one is cabbage, oh, one I is like that. cheese, one is tuna. Can it spin around? Yeah. Do you ever get the idea, the temptation, just to like fling it as fast as you can, <laughs> so like lettuce just flies everywhere, like make it rain and wax into people's eyes? Uh, well, I wasn't really going for the sinister approach, Phoebe. <laughs> I like people, not you know. We don't yeah. want to hurt people. I kind of like I just wanted it to be a, like lettuce protest, mm. just flying in the air. No. Let us le- eat lettuce. Oh, <laughs> don't you go down a food pun territory, my friend? There is a time and a place. Fish pun. Get it? Mm. No, I want to do a whole podcast on fish puns. <laughs> see how many we could reel off in a row. But that's um, a cod row. Wait, yeah, I've sorry. got a good fish. Um, I've got a good fish. What do you call a fish without an eye? <sighs> One-eyed fishy. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> oh, Phoebe. Phoebe. What have I done to you? You've tortured me. Have I? I well, I haven't. Let's, let's be very clear about that. I have not tortured you. Um, <laughs> possibly through the power of the internet and putting you to do your un- unnecessary things food-wise, eating and cooking with me. And when you're 18, or even when you're 16, oh my gosh, have I got some material to show your friends. I'm going to have to watch through thousands of videos of you going, Dada, flower. <laughs> and Chloe going, Gungung. Gungung, yeah. Because uh, you've obviously, you've been around since the start of the Virgin Kitchen, yeah. right? And yeah. then Chloe's grown up into the Virgin Kitchen. Mm. But you saw it be created when you, I don't know, you like mm. one and a half, two, something like that. Has, what's been your most favourite video to do with, with Daddy or on your own or with Chloe? Was there a favourite one? Did I ask you this on the last podcast? I can't <coughs> remember. I don't know, but there's this really funny one. Well, the Rice Krispie one, the first video with Chloe, the Rice Krispie cakes, Oh, yeah, yeah. And that bit with the giant pizza when she, you or cookie. I'm not sure which one. And she lies on the table and I was like... <gasps> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. That's the giant pizza. Yeah. We did a giant pizza slice and we lied Chloe down on the table next to the pizza and slice to the scale. It was bigger than her head. Than her, yeah. And actually, I, just, I, free, I took a shot of that video, freeze-framed it, and it actually became what was the thumbnail of her just freaking out, going, oh my gosh, giant pizza <gasps> slice. Yeah, that was very cool indeed. Um, my favourite video with you, um, do you remember Pepernoten years ago? I think that's Norwegian or Danish uh, biscuit, like a spicy one. And like you were so young then, and it was like talking about the story of Santa Claus. Oh yeah, and then yeah. you dressed out in the garden with as Santa, and you got the Lion King DVD, and you're in the garden shouting like, "Hello, little girl!" Yeah, yeah. It's like, and "Come on like, down, little girl." This is so embarrassing. Everyone's looking up the window. It's embarrassing for you. I had to dress like an old man with a blooming elf on a basketball. I don't know what I was wearing. <laughs> if you guys want to watch this video, go back and watch Pepper Noten. P e p e r. Pepper Noten, yeah, it's like I think it's one P, but if you look for that on the website, if you very old still video. really want to watch the rest of this video, just get just write it if you're over, obviously 28, what? I think. Just write it on your hand with the closest. Why, it, what, why are you getting or age just, discrimination? Eh, if uh, you're over 28, you have to write it on your hand. What are you trying to say? Memory loss? Uh, I don't know, you're crazy. <sighs> um, but actually, when you watch that video, not only will you see. I mean, it's a very funny video. I dress up as this guy called Sinterklaas, who I have no idea what this guy would look like. I just grab stuff at the time. Uh, it's just like this pre-Christmas kind of thing that happens in Norway or De- Denmark. As I, say, I can't remember entirely. I think it's Norway. I might be wrong. Uh, but it, actually, when you watch that video, look at the kitchen then, and then look at a very like look at the latest video and compare it. And it, that is the same house. It is absolutely bonkers mm. uh, all the way that uh, house was laid out and stuff like that. So uh, yeah. There we go. Um, that was my favourite video, and you've 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 stayed up very very late, mate. I think this podcast has gone on for an hour. Do you know what? It is quarter to ten at night, and you don't lie in very much in the mornings. Well, actually, no. you do a little bit. I wake up like at I wake six up every o'clock, morning. and I have to wait for everyone to wake up. That takes about two hours. Well, that doesn't take two hours, mate. <laughs> it takes, let's, let's put this into context. It takes two minutes. Because you, no, by the time you doesn't. woke up and you realised that Chloe was already up for about an hour before that, and she's already in our bed between me and Mummy, you're like <laughs> wedged in there. I'm like falling out the side of it. <laughs> like Chloe's a very strange sleeper, isn't she? Yeah. I'm so surprised she hasn't woke while we've been doing this podcast. Just shouting something random like, the unicorn! <laughs> <laughs> Just something bizarre. <laughs> right? She does that, right? Yeah. 
once I heard her just shout like, no, <laughs> Brussels sprouts, no. Really? Yeah. <laughs> she got food on the brain. <laughs> no, Brussels sprouts, no. She was having a dinner. She's having a dream about being picky. This is, you guys have been brought up yeah. way too nice about mm. school dinners. Mm-hmm. <gasps> How dare you? Right then. How dare you? Phoebe, if we have any last topic or any last thing to bring up before we say goodbye, if there's anything you'd like to talk about right now, this is your chance. This is your platform. I'm going to completely open the floor and uh, I'm going to give a random shout out to someone that has uh, left a nice comment on the podcast. Is there anything you want to say? Well. 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 (laughs) Please remove the teenagers that are watching this. Don't be stressed at school. Let's just say, say again. You said watching twice now. (laughs) <laughs> people don't watch with their ears. Well, they watch the symbol. Well, people, moody people that are like hearing this that are like, oh, I don't want to go to school anymore. It's so boring. These subjects we have to do over and over again. You need to learn new things, okay? It's, it's good to learn new things because just imagine school is like for rock stars. You're a rock star, guys. You're rock stars. And you're, like, rocking at school. And when you're writing, like, say you're writing about spring, just imagine what spring. The? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a career advice podcast, Phoebe. I'm just doing something funny. To be fair, that is an amazing attitude to have. I am. I'm going to cry. I brought you up well. school. That's good, mate. You should, honestly, I miss I school miss so, school. so much. I really do. It's, it generally is the best time of your life. Mm. Because once you get to a point, you're like, okay, so uh, off you go. Now you've got to work out what you want to do with your yeah. life and you need to make money to survive. Yeah, Good and luck. it's quite hard getting the perfect job you want. It is. Mm. Well, unless you find the perfect job and you work hard for it, right? Mm-hmm. If you've got a dream, like you know now you've got three ideas you want to do, you can home in on that, mate. Mm-hmm. Just don't change your mind. Actually, for now, oh, I want God. to be a t- teacher. <laughs> really? Teacher, 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 teacher. Okay. Well, teacher. that's cool. That's good that you've got a little... Because a lot of people like... Daddy had no idea what he wanted to do. All Daddy knew, actually, was that he wanted to work for himself. Mm. What, like I used to get frustrated working for other businesses going, I'm making money for all these people. Or I, I don't like being following... I, don't, I, I do like following rules, but it's just like, oh, no, we need to speak to the boss who's uh, down from head office who needs to speak to the international manager to uh, f- uh, sign off the fact that you need to borrow a paperclip. <laughs> you know? That's just weird. I know. Just you need to complain to... You have to go, like... Just say that you're here in the house and you've run out of paper clips and you need to go all the way, all the way to Manchester to, just to get a paper clip. Well, I don't have to complain anymore, mate, because I am my own boss. You know that? Yeah. Well, some days if I get up and I don't want to wear any pants and I want to wear them on my head <laughs> and wear socks on my ears, I can do that. I don't. All right, <laughs> I don't, but I, I could, and I'm, it's very cool to be able to be your own boss. I'll tell you that. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so I like this uh, comment recently. This, in fact, is the last one. Uh, Loving the work by Sam L ninety on uh, this is on iTunes. We've been on holiday in Kent this week and have used your podcast as entertainment between destinations in the car. It's kept us laughing out loud the whole time. Jimmy James and Becky are brilliant co-hosts to Barry. My personal favourite is Podcast 11, hearing how your story has evolved and has been brilliant and shows hard work definitely pays off. Keep up the good work. Oh, that's nice, isn't it, mate? Because mm-hmm. one day, I've said this before, I've actually, people always say, like, oh, when's Phoebe uh, going to put some more videos on her channel? I'm like, I ain't forcing that kid to do YouTube oh, videos. Not that channel. 
Yeah. It's driving me mad. Yeah, but you said to me, this wasn't me going, okay, yeah, uh, because this happens, man. This, I'm serious. It's a shady world out there. It's like, okay, uh, uh, I'm going to just go, Chad, we're going to put you in front of the camera and you're going to pretend to open all of these presents and just really <laughs> enjoy yourself, okay? And then uh, and these people make a lot of money and I'm not going to do that. And like you, you said to me, like three or four years, oh, that was it two, three years ago. Like, I want a channel. I was like, do you? Are you sure? We talked about it and like, yes. And then we let you have it. And now you're like, I've I don't want it. I've got three videos on there. And so I started like a few years ago and I've only got three, three videos on there. Yeah. But what we can do is whenever you want to do that, we can start it again, can't we? But there's no, you don't, we can delete it. You don't have to have a channel. Okay. Uh, all your friends at school, like, wait, and you're on YouTube, like, can yeah, I, I am actually. Can I give it to Chloe? You can, or you could have a, a co channel. Oh, yeah. Well, we did actually, this might be a little bit of an exclusive in my new studio. We are going to be having a spin off. I'm not sure if it's a playlist, it probably will be a spin off channel because it's going to be a very different audience, I think. But I'm going to call it the Kids Kitchen, something like that. I've got to just work it out. And uh, I've already spoke to you about it, haven't I? Mm-hmm. And Chloe and uh, Jack and Ben. Uh, your cousins or my nephews um, and we're going to get you guys uh, turning up whenever you want cooking recipes and it's just you hosting it no no Barry involvement <laughs> I might be there on the side just for health and safety uh, and coffee purposes <laughs> well that that is it so that you know that is potentially very very close to happening and uh, if he don't want to do it ever it's like that's fine I'll find some kids that do I'll find some kids that do want to do it because it just sounds like a lot of fun and it's I actually Chloe's idea to do it that'd be great right yeah. But because it's actually something fun that you can do with the, the kids as well, it should be a right giggle. So whether we do one episode, whether we go on and do a hundred of them, I think it'll be a lot of fun. So that's going to be something that's going to come in the new studio. So very, very exciting, along with lots of other things like live cook-alongs, yeah. which we could actually do with you guys. Yeah. With the kids thing, that could be really funny. Um, So keep an eye out for that, folks. That's a little bit of an exclusive for you podcast people that are watching, as Phoebe would say. Mm-hmm. Right. So people that's it. You that had watching. people that are watching. That are watching, watching, watching with your earlobes. Hearing. Yeah. So that's it, Phoebe. You had the chance to say anything you wanted. I was partially wary of what you might actually say. My daddy hates me. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Thank you so much for giving your career advice <laughs> to to all the youngsters out there. Stay in school. Yeah. Yeah. And don't actually, if you are old enough and you've done school and you work from home. Don't watch Jeremy Kyle. Don't watch daytime TV. Mm-hmm. It'll suck you in. Or don't just stay in all day playing computer games. I don't do that. No. I should. If I started doing that, Phoebe, oh my gosh, I would never stop. I'm the sort of person like that. That's like You'll daytime be TV. Hypnotized. Yeah. If I started watching daytime TV when I start when I first quit my job, I would no doubt I would be back doing my old job by now because you got to put the effort in, don't you, mate? Mm-hmm. But it is. I oh, trust me. Let's get the lie detector test out. Let's have a look at the answer. Yes, you are. You are the owner of this shoe. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, all those shows like that. Oh my gosh, I could just sit there with a jar of Nutella and just eat and watch over and over. But oh my gosh, you got to be good. You got to stay focused, right, mate? Watch TV and eat, sleep, repeat. Yes, exactly that. that if that's your key message, eat, this podcast. sleep, and repeat. Have a nice night, everyone. <laughs> are you, are you cancelling this podcast? Is that have a nice night? No. Phoebe, done. You're going to do a mic drop. Do not do a mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> that is expensive mic. Do not drop that mic. Okay, Phoebes. Thank you so, so much for joining me, my friend. You're welcome. I love you. I'm so... I love you so much. <laughs> I'm so glad that I got to do this. I, I just like doing podcasts. 
Prodcast. Prodcast. It's not a prodcast. It's not a cattle prod. No. Where are the cows? I came to podcast. I said I like doing podcasts. You do. What do you like about a podcast? I like the microphone. Do you? Yeah. It's nice because it's... I, I like can... the fact that you can hear what other people are saying, like micro, yeah. Oh, so it's like really in your ears because we've got headphones <laughs> on so we can hear what we're both saying, can't yeah. we? Well, actually, if you when you have a conversation with someone, if you just listen normally, it's kind of like that. Do you realise we've been sat here for like over an hour and 15 minutes and Mrs Ooh. Barry's in the other room? She's probably asleep. I think she might be. Is she downstairs or upstairs? She's downstairs. She's literally, if I look, if I look around. Hello? I think she's asleep. <laughs> Uh-oh. You are up later than Mrs Barry. <laughs> and it is actually very dark. We've gone from the sun setting while you've been sat here. So it's almost pitch black in here. We need to put yeah. some lights on. Because I can't see you anymore. I can't. All right, BB. The only light in this room is the computer. Yeah, which is illuminating my face. I bet like I look like um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Is this the real... No, I'm not going to go there. Oh, what was that? Was that a dog? Oh, you're getting scared, Phoebes. <laughs> no, there's nothing there, mate. Right, we're going to say goodbye, okay? Bye-bye. Uh, don't freak out. Bye. Okay. It's just a pug. Right, thank you very much for joining us, Phoebes, and uh, we will see you again on the next podcast, folks. I'm going to try bye. and get my mum along on the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I want to grill her about my uh, packed lunches. Is that right with you, Phoebes? Yes. Is it? Right, have you anything else to say? Um, good luck with your school, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe's career podcast is coming very, very soon. <laughs> uh, thanks so much, folks. And remember, uh, myvirginkitchen.com has thousands of recipe mm-hmm. videos and food fun uh, throughout the years, like seven the years future. of content now. The f- and the future as well, and of course. Past. Oh, yes. Uh, check out the latest video recipes and follow us on social media uh, at My Virgin Kitchen on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Snapchat. We get quite crazy on Snapchat. She loves to filter old Phoebes. So that is it. Uh, keep in touch. We love you guys. Thanks so much for supporting us. We love us. doing the podcast. We have got to say. We, we do. And the next one is uh, Phoebe's career advice mm-hmm. featuring Barry. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Cheers, guys. Bye.